the college football experience week one preview and draft on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet $10 at win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the props up app today. We're also brought to you by stable duels. Stable duels, a horse racing DSF app where you can, uh, you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 40 grand with one entry head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And last but not least, make sure you download us. Cause we're brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app, uh, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So go grab that thing today and let it ride. Football experience as that song plays on and on and on. <laughs> Week one preview and picks. Hopefully you 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 joined in to listen to our seventy four hour episode for uh, the first edition of the. Uh, it's just easy to see that tide turn from college basketball to college football. Subscribe to the college football experience because we break down all one hundred thirty one teams. We're gonna have a solo episode for every single team in the land. We also go week by week, and that's what this is. We're gonna be breaking down all the games on week. Well, the top thirty, in our opinion, on week one, and also give you a couple what the fuck of the week games. Um, so we got you covered on the college football experience. But subscribe to that. Subscribe to the college basketball experience because we talk both sports year round. And also subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast if you're watching on YouTube. I got the uh, New Orleans Breakers shirt on. So uh, season kicks this Saturday. We will have pods out tomorrow, uh, but we just recorded one with the sports gambling podcast. So check that out. If you, the USFL is your, is your thing. You got to check that out. Um, my name is Colby swinging database. Dan, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price. But no one touches Dundee. <laughs> oh, there's the song. Bring me home. Bring me home. And I'm joined by my co-host, former, former James Madison Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, Woo! wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, up. Yeah, buddy. Woo. Let's get this party started. Yeah, buddy. First down and third man in the booth. The DFS got himself. Come play USFL DFS with us. It's a lot of fun. 
give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Hernan Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. That's right. What's going on, guys? Mm, mm, just sounds good. Team, the tribe is back together. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with Week Zero, man. I'm ready to do it again. I had a blast with Week Zero. Go check out that episode if you haven't. We did Week Zero. We did all the off, all the brand new coaches, essentially, all the offseason hires. I think it was 30 of them. Go check that out. We also went over SEC West win totals. We're going to go over some SEC East win totals, and then we're going to draft 30 games here today. Um, what well, we got some news out the gate. JT Daniels will he complete a season? Is the is the is a horse of another color? But <laughs> uh, he has transferred to the West Virginia Mountaineers. Neil Brown. We talked uh, last week about how. Graham Harrell's a new offensive coordinator there. So he gets JT Daniels in from Georgia via USC. Right? Does that make sense? Um, via, via. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, it, I know that uh, we alluded to this earlier. Week one, the backyard brawl, West Virginia pit. I'd still like it to be in November, but I'm going to take what I can get. It's better than not having the game at all. Um, and uh, they, he's, t- you know, who the pit quarterback is, Patty C, right? Keaton Slovis. Yes, yeah, Slovis stole the starting spot from JT Daniels, which forced him to transfer to Georgia. <laughs> Bad blood. So we might have a little, uh, little quarterback uh, powwow. Maybe, maybe they punch each other in the f- on the, in the face in the in midfield. We're what do you always, think? we're all for that. Of I course. am all for that. Uh, not, not that that rivalry needed anything else, but. Yeah, that's that spices it up. That turns it up even another notch. So uh, it's kind of funny how you have two two QBs that were in Southern California go to WVU in Pittsburgh. You know, it seems like yeah, exactly the Rust Belt. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But hey, it should be fun. I like it. Yeah, uh, I mean, what do you think that does? I mean, I think that's huge for Neil Brown because Jared Deggy had transferred to Western Kentucky. We really didn't know. Point. There's a chance because really West Virginia's problem hasn't been on the defensive side of the ball. The defense has been solid under Neil Brown. It's the offense fire. that has been somewhat, uh, somewhat struggling here. Nick, what do you think that will do for, to, to, for the Mountaineers? It's huge. They, now they have a reliable QB who we know is, you know, at least decent if, if he can stay healthy, you know, I, I think his, his ceiling is that he's a pretty darn good quarterback. I mean, we, we thought he was going to run away with the Georgia job the last couple of years. And yeah, you mentioned with Deggy leaving that, that that opened up a huge vacuum there. We didn't know who the quarterback was. So uh, to, to be able to pull him in kind of, you know, this late in the, the off season, if you will, uh, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, West Virginia, by the way, winners of five straight in that rivalry, the overall all time record, 61, 40 and three and they haven't played in, in a long time, right? Uh, they've played 20, they played last year and then they're obviously couldn't play COVID Wait, but West Virginia pit played last year. If Did I'm they, not mistaken, no, West Virginia, Virginia tech played last year. Um, no, I thought they played last year. I don't year think unless. they did. I don't think they did. Uh, oh, maybe I'm looking at basketball. I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. the last time they played was, uh, what was it? 2010, 20. Yeah. 2011. That's looking like, yeah, okay. it's been a long time over a decade. Yeah. Disgusting well, three in a row for West Virginia, but man, yeah, that's way too long for this rivalry to be absolutely disgusting. I'm pretty sure we're going to touch on that. Sorry. <laughs> Hang pretty on. soon. Morgantown, you'll always be 
you know, there's a lyric in that song that uh, comes at the University of Pittsburgh. But I didn't mean to cut you off, NC Nick. What were you saying? I was just going to say, I imagine we're going to touch on this game here in more depth pretty early in our our upcoming draft of Week One games. Yeah, uh, certainly. I mean, it's, it's up there on my list. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before we get into that, I think we got to touch WinBet. Shout out to WinBet. They are sponsors on the show here. Uh, we have brand new win totals released for the SEC East. So that we that that's the we we had the SEC West that was all we've gotten so far. Now we have the SEC East. Um, guys, let's quickly. I mean, this is just instant reaction. I know it's 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 April, but what do you make? Let's start off with the Georgia Bulldogs. All right, eleven and a half is the win total. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be talking them uh, about them in a bit when we when we have our draft for week one. But uh Stetson Bennett's back. JT Daniels is gone. So a little bit of depth if Stetson goes down. I know they got some recruits coming in I though. I feel like they're always at least somewhat stocked. At Re- least as at least as good as Stetson Bennett had been, you know. But uh, what's that saying? Uh capable of winning a national <laughs> championship. Uh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, against the easiest schedule they ever played. No, I mean, shout out to Stetson Bennett. He definitely, uh, he definitely made me look like a fool. He played great, I thought, in the college football playoffs. He did. Yeah, um, not so much. He made you look like a genius in the SEC championship. Yeah, game. well, I still say if I, if Bryce Young has his receivers, I think Bama would have won that thing. But uh, eleven and a half. My first lean is under, just because they play Oregon, who's their head coach is Dan Lanning, who just uh, left Georgia as their DC. So if anyone's going to know how to stop sense of Ben, it perhaps will be Dan Lanning. Uh, I know that game is, is a very similar feel to Ohio state, Oregon last year. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they got to play at South Carolina. We know Spencer Rattler's coming into to South Carolina. Maybe that could be a loss at Missouri is never truly an easy game. Who knows? Missouri's not supposed to be great this year. Uh, the, the world's biggest cocktail party going on on October 29th against Florida. They're at Mike Leach in Mississippi State, and they're at Kentucky. Dude, that's another cakewalk. They schedule. only is, play four schedule, away man. games. <laughs> they are hooking up Georgia with easy schedules this year, last year. <laughs> I mean, Alabama has to look at this and be like, "I wish I was in the SEC East." <laughs> yeah, they would be undefeated. But who's the toughest team outside of Oregon on that schedule? Uh, miss at Mississippi State, probably right. What did they go seven and five last year? Yeah, but should have yeah, went eight. I, I mean, Tennessee's yeah. pretty good, but they have them at home. What they go seven and five last year too? <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky's solid, seven and five probably. Uh, <laughs> that's a pretty easy schedule, man. That's I have them at least. What eight? I would say they're eight and zero, and then they have the toughest stretch, which is Tennessee at Mississippi State at Kentucky. But they also have the hangover. They just won their first championship in like forty years. You know, uh, I'm on the under. I'm I'm on the under. I think they get bit once. They go eleven and one. Eleven and one. Over. 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 Wow. Unless unless Oregon gets them out the gate, they're they're cruising, man. They're they're so talented. They're like Alabama. Think of them as Alabama now. Is Alabama would Alabama lose a game against this guy? I still think Alabama is so much. I mean, Bryce Young against Stetson Bennett. They're not Alabama. Bryce Young is pretty good based on the end I, of last year. Though. No, I'm saying Bryce Young's way better than Stetson. Bennett. I mean, uh, yeah. Stetson Bennett was pretty good. They, at the they end. don't belong in the same breath. They don't. Yeah, but. Uh, they're Alabama. losing a lot too. They lost. They're, they're losing a ton to the draft. So I mean, yeah, Alabama they have- with Jacob Coker wouldn't lose with this schedule. <laughs> That's fair. 
You know, that's fair. I'm no still Alabama taking the team under. under Saban. Well, uh, how about the angle that they're playing Lanning though? Who knows the program probably better than any head coach. That's the one threat, but the fact that it's in Atlanta. Yeah. That's a home game by the way. It's Lanning's first game. I just, they're going undefeated it, again. Yeah. I mean, h- how much faith do you have in Oregon to win that? I don't have much. Um, I mean, it wouldn't shock me. Sure, I mean it should be a decent game, but I got Georgia winning that. It's hard to predict a team to go twelve and zero, but well, especially is, yeah. the hangover, the hangover. I mean, look, last year they won ten to seven against Clemson. Now they did blow out every other team pretty much until Alabama, but you know, first game of the year, some jitters maybe. I don't know. It could happen. Aside from that Oregon game, what is the hardest game on the schedule? I probably think it's it's actually probably the Kentucky game because it's a back to back away, the yeah, second of the back to back. Yeah, but still. Kentucky's offense sucks so bad. I think Georgia's a horrible matchup for them. If I'm picking the team to go over 11 and a half, I mean, it, it needs to be a, a dominant team with a lot of gut of the, like most of the team coming back. That's not really the case with Georgia. Sure. They were dominant last year, but they lost a ton. I think this is probably an 11 and one school. Yeah. I'm with Colby. Give me the under, um, we shall see. And so there we go on that. Uh, Tennessee is at eight and a half. The Vols, Hendon Hooker's back. There's Heisman talk. There's, you know, talk that they could win the SEC East, Patty C. I am all over the under here. And let me explain myself. They have for not not only do they have this in a back to back stretch, they how have, are they getting how are they expecting to win eight and a half? Yeah, this so game? they get at LSU and home to Alabama in back to back weeks. That's two losses to me, right? They also play at Georgia. That's a third loss for me. So then all you need is one other loss. And I think first off, Josh Heupel's winless against Pat Narduzzi. Narduzzi seems to have his number. They play at Pitt on September 10th. Um, they also play Florida and Florida's owned that rivalry. Even last year in Tennessee's had a decent year. Florida still blew them out. Uh, they, they also play Kentucky, which is a 50, 50 game to me. Uh, at South Carolina is a losable game to me. Even South even Carolina the Mis- beat them last year in Tennessee. Even the Missouri game is kind of a fifty. I mean, I, I would favor Tennessee, but it wouldn't shock no, me. No, no, no. If, uh, Tennessee beat South Carolina last year. Sorry. Um, would you say uh, who? What wouldn't shock you? Like, okay, what's that? What's the fourth loss? Uh, they haven't beaten. I mean, they, they've had a terrible record against Florida in the past twenty years, right? Uh, the Heupel's got problems against Narduzzi historically. Um, the Kentucky game is kind of a 50 50 game. I know they beat Kentucky last year, but are you telling me for sure you feel great about them beating Kentucky? I don't. Uh, I even think Missouri could be a, a game. And then at South Carolina, I would say I'd probably call that a wash. There's a loss yeah. somewhere in there. So I think they're going to lose ones. I'm all over the under here. And I, I, I call me crazy. I think it, it's potential lock lockworthy. Yeah. Nick, what do you think of this? You said it's at eight, right? Yeah. Eight and, eight and a half. half. Eight and a half. Eight, oh, eight and a half. Yeah. yeah. Under under all day. I mean, they're seven and five last year, or actually seven and six, if you include the bowl loss to Purdue, is it, kind of fraudulent. The best team out of those seven wins was the win 45 42 at Kentucky. Nice win. Congrats. But other than that, they beat Bowling Green, Texas Tech, South Alabama, Vanderbilt, Missouri, and South Carolina. They lost to every other decent team. They played Pitt, Florida, Ole Miss, Bama, Georgia, Purdue. Mentioned again. I do like the trajectory of the program, but they're not ready to win nine here. Give me the under. I think if they if they make a step up and go eight and four, I think it's a success. So uh, yeah, I don't see them winning nine. Uh-uh. 
I don't either. I don't either. Um, let's hop on over and talk. So Patty C you're on that too. Lockworthy. You said Lockworthy. I will yeah. uh, comment that that's a pretty pathetic non-conference schedule. Ball state, Akron, UT Martin and Pitt. Yeah. Challenge yourselves a little <laughs> bit, but I guess based on the sec and them getting uh, they got uh, what, LSU, LSU and, and Bama, Bama. <laughs> out of the, out of the West. <laughs> you know, in their defense, they would have beat Pitt last year if they started Head and Hooker in that game instead of Joe Milton. But still, you even know. UCF lost at Pitt when when Heupel was there. Yeah, uh, Narduzzi it seems to have have a little bit of an Can, advantage. Kenny there. Pickett's gone, so you don't know who's going to be playing quarterback. No, Keaton Slovis. Oh, we just talked about group. this. That's right. Good point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but still, we don't know how he's going to fit into the Narduzzi offense. Uh, first game too, or no, no, that's going to be the second game. Right. So yeah, at least he has one game under his belt. I don't know what I'm saying. Go with the under. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a chance. Of course, Vegas is not usually that wrong, but uh, definitely I'm with you guys leaning uh, hard under. Then we have Kentucky uh, eight is the under Kentucky. Let's take a peek at this thing real quick. I think that's one where you look and say, uh, uh, yeah, I would say, uh, Spout spot on. No, I'm on the under actually. I mean, that out of conference schedule is horrible. Miami, Ohio, Youngstown State, Northern Illinois, and then Louisville. Yeah. They, All of them in Lexington. They're 4 0 in the non conference. So, uh, can you find four more wins to push? Or actually, you need five more wins, which ain't going to happen. At Ole Miss, I think they'll be a dog. Home to South Carolina, kind of a 50 50 game. Home to Mississippi State, kind of a 50 50 game. At Tennessee, you got, I think they'll be a dog, but a small dog. At Missouri, They'll probably be favored, but that's a dangerous game. Home to Vandy, home to Georgia. I mean, basically, it seems like their four non-conference games are wins, and then two they have one guaranteed win in Vandy, a pretty much guaranteed loss in Georgia, and everything else is fifty-fifty. So that puts them at five, and then I mean, I, I actually think they're probably going to go eight and four, maybe seven and five, but uh, I'm going to ride the under. I think it's more likely they'll go seven and five than nine and three. Nick, they went not they went nine and three last year. Yes, but but I, I think South Carolina now has Spencer Rattler. Last year, South Carolina was starting uh, Joe Schmo at quarterback. Um, they also didn't draw. I mean, what do they get right now? They get they get Ole Miss and Mississippi State. So I guess they caught a little bit of breaks there. But yeah, I mean, because I, I I had them going into Florida and winning week two. So they're gonna I start off. <laughs> I do. I think they're just ahead of Florida right now. They've only won once at the swamp since 1988. Make it twice, you know, four and oh, and then also with like Vanderbilt and Missouri and Louisville, I think that's a, a good base of seven wins. I'm going to say they, they have, you know, consecutive nine and three seasons. Give me the over. I'm leaning slight under here too. I mean, Mark Stoops, he's obviously gotten better, but the last three seasons, regular season, seven and five, uh, Five and seven, or no? What well, they went five and six. So I guess he was uh, four and six in the regular season two years ago, and then nine and three. I don't think they're a shoe in program to win nine games. And they lost to Mississippi State last year. I mean, I think Mississippi State's going to be better this year than they were last yeah, year. Yeah, there are a couple um, of games that they could lose for sure. I don't know if Florida's next, but for a brand new coach, they start off things pretty rough. Florida? No, uh, Florida has got the, they are next and the, the wind totals at seven. I like the over. They don't, they don't play a second road game till November 5th. Yeah, look. Yeah. I mean the first three games are at home, but included in that is Utah and Kentucky I, two I, teams that won nine plus games or not still, nine or more games last year. Those aren't neutral. Losing games. one of those, if not both of them. 
those are those aren't neutral site games. I think they could go. I think they could go three and zero to start the season. I don't know, man. I, it, we have a brand new coach. You know, the quarterback situation is kind of up in the air. Anthony Richardson. Well, or the transfer from, from Ohio uh, State. Jack Miller. Yeah. I don't know. I, I they mark it down right here. They lose one of those games. So either Utah or Kentucky. Three and zero, really, and that's what you got them going in that stretch with uh, Utah and Kentucky to kick it off. College football is about home field, yeah. all right. And and to me, Utah going that far in that hot September third air. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I I think it's a fifty fifty game, but I would I would favor Florida. Gun to my head because of the crowd. Really, after what how Florida ended last season and how Utah they have a brand new coach now. Yeah, yeah, that's not. Uh, that Florida was still talented last year. Are we all crazy? They whooped Tennessee's ass. It's true. They almost beat Bama. You mentioned it on the last it's episode. True. It's true. It's still Florida. Are it you is guys a crazy? new year. It is a new year. I'm still leaning Utah in that game. But anyway, uh, Kentucky. I'm, I don't see them going three and zero. Probably at least one loss there. What do we say? The uh, okay. Let's give them. Let's give them the Utah loss, and they beat Kentucky and South Florida. I think they have a decent shot of beating Tennessee. They've owned them. Yeah. Uh, they beat Eastern Washington. They beat Missouri. LSU is a 50 50 game, but it's in Gainesville. Then they get a bye week. They lose to Georgia. I think they're capable of beating a and M like they did the last time in college station two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they're home to South Carolina. The schedule sucks. Then they get even their back to back away is Vanderbilt and Florida state. Two terrible teams. What's what's the number? It's seven. Ooh. They only play four away games. I think I go over. I mean, granddad, I had them losing one of the first two at least. I still think you probably have to go over. Of course, yeah. I think it's. I think it's actually probably one of the best plays so far. Yeah, it's a pretty decent play. They're gonna go at least eight and four. I mean, that at Georgia at A and M back to back is not easy. It's not at Georgia. It's it's the uh, neutral. Oh, it's true. Yeah. True. Good point. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think they could beat A and M. I'm not sold on A and M like the rest of the world. I mean, one of the, one of the games that we might have them losing presumably is Utah or LSU and both are at home. So if they can steal one of those, I think the push is basically a guarantee. And where's the flat out loss, Georgia, right? Yeah. Everyone else is a winnable game at a and M seems like a, a pretty good chance for a loss. <laughs> Two years ago, they won at a and M yeah, it took everything they had, but also a and M had Kellen Mond. They were a and M is uh, who's their quarterback. Uh, Haynes Max King Johnson. or Max Johnson? Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on the over. I think it's an easy play there. Then we got uh, what? Missouri over five. I'm sorry, over under five. I'm on the over. I'm on the over. <laughs> Look, in the SEC, like to get the six wins, I don't think you with your four out of conference games, I think it's very capable of doing that. And you're in the SEC East. So. I have them beating Louisiana Tech in Sonny Cumbie's first game. They beat Abilene Christian. Uh, they beat who is who do they get laid? New Mexico State, who's the the new team in the SEC. Um, and then the, okay, at K State, they probably lose that game. But I think it's a you know it wouldn't shock me if they won that game, right? Yeah. But I got them at three and one at a conference. So can they find three wins in conference? I think I'm they can. No, I'm gonna say no. I think they could. Well, Vanderbilt's one for homecoming, right? So that puts them at four. So to me, I think they're capable of beating Kentucky at home. I think they're capable of winning at Auburn. I think they're capable. I mean, to me, they're 50, 50 games are K state, Auburn, Kentucky in Columbia, and even Arkansas in Columbia. 
Oh, I think Arkansas has got the edge on them right now. But Not, still in Columbia, if, it wouldn't yeah. shock me. I mean, I, I just think six and six when I see this team. I mean, they went six and six last year, but that was you know down the stretch they beat South Carolina by three, and they beat a Florida team that had really just quit. You know, in in overtime. Other than that, I think that those were and Vanderbilt. That was their their three SEC wins. I don't think they get three SEC wins this year. Auburn I, sucks though. That they could win that game. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Missouri burned me last year because I had higher hopes for them. I don't believe in the coaching staff there, and I don't know if, if they have the talent to compete there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go under. I think we're disagreeing on almost every one. <laughs> I think I'm leaning with Nick here. I think going the under. Okay, yeah. South Carolina six. The over under set at six. I like the under because, and get this, I think your odds are juicy on playing the under. Um, I, I I think. Uh, look, hear me out here. They get what A and M and Arkansas, and they're at Arkansas at home to A and M. Right, six and a half is the number. Six flat six, out. Six. And so to me, I got them losing at Arkansas. So. At Arkansas, home to Georgia is a loss to me. That's two. I think at Kentucky they're going to be a small dog, but they, that's sure they could win that. But um, I think that would be three. A and M four at Florida five, and then at Clemson six. I'm even giving them the Tennessee win, right? Uh, and then you're at a conference. I think watch out. I mean, I, well, actually, I'm, I'm sorry, Clemson's at a conference. But uh, my point is, is I I think you're they're more likely to go five and seven than seven and five. I mean, Georgia State and Charlotte are both threats. It's not exactly long road trips for either of those teams. So uh, they, I mean, for they could go one and three in conference if things break bad for them or yeah. uh, out of conference rather. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to lean under too. Nick, well, I mean, they were six and six last year, and I think they're better this year. But looking at the schedule, I have to say that I'm going to agree with you guys here. I, ultimately, I mean, I, I hate to be this guy, but I think they're going to go six and six. <laughs> but yeah, I think that this likelihood of them going five and seven is higher than seven and five. So give me the under. Last year they beat Auburn. They had Auburn and A and M at a conference last year. I'm not at a conference, but out of the SEC West. I think yeah. it's harder this year. Uh, a they got Auburn in Columbia, but well, this year they get A and M in Columbia, and they're at Arkansas. I think but, that's but, harder, but they lost a close one at Missouri last year by three at home. I think they can beat Missouri. Yes. But I also think that some of their other wins. Um, I mean, I, I just feel like the sec East is better this year than it was a year ago. Can't be much worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Tennessee is going to be a little bit better. I think Kentucky getting, uh, you know, Levis back again, they should yeah. only be better offensively. I even think Vanderbilt yeah, with Clark Lee year two. Yeah. Um, Missouri Drinkowitz, you know, he, he started the COVID year. I would expect them to be better this year than previous years. Mm. I don't know if it's better. Not by that much. Cause I think Georgia should be slightly down and I, who knows what to make of Florida right now. I mean, is Florida going to be improved in year Florida's one? Florida's definitely going to be better than last year though. You think so? They were terrible last year. I would think they were yeah. a little better. <laughs> I mean, let me ask you guys this. What impact do we really expect Spencer Rattler to have? That's the question. A vegan in Columbia, South Carolina, will that work, Patty C? <laughs> I feel like Columbia is a little uh progressive, maybe. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Correct me if I'm wrong, people out there. But uh 
I, I feel don't like Colombia is very progressive. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. <laughs> Nick, I you think would know he, better. I think his vegan meal is like getting like garlic French fries at a fucking restaurant at a at a BW three. Get him fly. You know, like uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I that's one of the the good storylines I think for this year in college football is to see if that transfer portal works. Remember, because not only that, he had kind of he had kind of law. He kind of pulled the Graham Mertz thing with the NIL, you know, and just kind of struggled. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really struggle. He threw a completed 70% plus of his passes last year. He had a really good year. It's just Caleb Williams was freaking awesome. Uh, can you guys think of a, a case where a, a blue chip quarterback completing 70% of his passes at a, at a, you know, blue, blue powerhouse program transferred to a mediocre school. Is there any precedent for this? Keaton Slovis, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess Pitt's not mediocre, but they are because they're in the coastal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know something, but but okay. Let, sure, it's happening. Look, this is the lock for me. This next one, Vanderbilt over one and a half wins. Hmm. They're gonna be two and zero. They go to they go to the Timmy Chang Complex Center, right <laughs> in Honolulu, which that is a dumpster fire program right now. They're gonna win on week one, and then they play Elon the next week. They're gonna go two and zero. Even if not, they might get a third win in there against Northern Illinois. It wouldn't even shock me if they pulled an upset in the SEC one of these one of these weeks. It would shock me. They were pretty bad last it was year. Year one though, it wouldn't shock shock me, but I'd be surprised. I expect them to lose every game in conference this year. Well, still, that means that's three out of conference, right? At Northern Illinois, do we expect that you're drawing that in as a win? You're, I mean, a potential win. I got them going two and zero, so it's irrelevant. But even going across country to Hawaii, you think they're going to win that? Definitely. Why? Hawaii? Did you see how many transfers left Hawaii? Yeah, I do have Vandy winning that definitely. Look, the chain complex is going to be rocking. <laughs> Max capacity, two hundred fans. Now, I think the harder game is Elon because they lost to East Tennessee State by what twenty one at home last year. Dude, if they, if they lose to Elon, just pack up the football program. I mean, yeah. Come on, I feel like they find a second win somewhere. Yeah, in here. I'm all over the over there. Is it really one and a half? Yeah. Oh, it's over. You gotta go over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, folks. Well, look, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on the WinBet uh, $10 to win $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with Win's own build your own bet feature. How great is that? There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or go to or visit winbet.com, which is w y n n bet.com to get started today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at uh, winbet.com must be 21 or older uh, and present in the state where you play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And remember folks, NBA playoffs. Hawks are demolishing the Hornets right now. That that could be a fun rivalry. Atlanta, Charlotte, close by. Elimination game. Sure. Bye bye, Lamelo. The NBA playoffs started. Yeah, I didn't know that. But if you like the NBA playoffs, check out the bracket challenge just in time for the uh, you know SGPN. Uh, it's giving away five hundred dollars in their bracket challenge, completely free to enter. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA playoffs. Let's have some fun. Um, all right, folks, it's time for the draft. All right. Let's just say Patty C. Uh, if you've been, if you're a first time listener, we go through all 
each and every week. And we basically are drafting what we think are the 30 best games. Um, so Pat, what, what we're most excited to watch. Exactly. Right. Yes. What we're most excited to watch. So with that, Patty C's at pick one, I'm at pick two NC Knicks at pick three. So without any further ado, what are you doing, buddy? Let's rock and roll. Well, I mean, I'm going to go obvious here. Uh, I think it's an excellent matchup. Obviously the, uh, the program ties between, uh, oh God, now I'm trying to blank. Marcus Freeman, Freeman and, yeah. and Ohio state. <laughs> God, not a good start. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of all these, I'm looking at the whole list. I want to, I want to go a little crazy here and uh, pick something fun. But Notre Dame, Ohio State, of course, is an interesting game. I like it more than Oregon, Georgia, just because it's on campus. Um, and I mean, I guess there are similar, almost the exact same tie that you're going to see with Dan Lanning playing against Georgia that you have with Marcus. Freeman. Yeah, but it's at the, uh, the the the. I completely agree. On campus is where these games should be happening. Definitely. Um, that said, I think Oregon, Georgia might be a better game because it's not on campus, and I feel like Ohio State is going to be favored and be playing at home is going to help them even more. So I would be surprised if Notre Dame is competitive in this game. You think it's a blowout, huh? I don't think it's a blowout, but I think Ohio state wins relatively comfortably. What do you think the line is? Uh, it's actually already out. No, it's well, a, what is it? it's 11. <laughs> I think 11. 11? Yeah. 11 points. That's high. I've actually seen it at one point at 11 and a half, but I think last wow. I checked it was 11. Mm, that's a disrespect to Notre Dame. I'm on the points. I am too. I'm on the points. Wait, wait, you're taking Notre Dame in the 11. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, like Jack Cohn is gone, right? Kyron Williams is gone. New head coach. Uh, who's the QB going to be that? That Tyler Buckner kid? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Buckeyes are Buckeyes are loaded, man. With CJ Stroud, Travion Henderson coming back. I think the, uh, the real question is Jim, Jim Knowles. Can he get that defense going? Cause that defense was yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's yeah. You know, the offense is going to be good. I don't even care if Garrett Wilson and, and Chris Olave are going to be playing in the pros. Cause they still have Jackson Smith, Najiba and Marvin Harrison jr. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have Ohio state winning, but 11 was a little surprising. They are at home. I don't, I wouldn't touch it though. So this, I this feel is, like that's about where it's going to be. This is like week one. Your your most anticipated game. Petty C. I guess so. I mean, am I, I, I feel like this is the game. No, I'm supposed I, I, to I, had, I had it there too. Same here. I feel like it's a game. Okay. I feel like Notre Dame, if Notre Dame wins this, then things become really interesting. The other thing that makes this interesting is that Ohio state is a national title contender, right. if not favorite this year. And so this is a must win out the gates. Um, all right. Well, Let that me ask you this guys, I mean, in general, what do you think of the slate? I think it's actually pretty good. I think it's pretty good. Now I will say I would like to have, and we'll talk on, on some of these. I thought they should load the weekdays a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and especially like, I can't stand the labor day game. Clemson at, uh, at, awful. at Georgia tech in that right. stupid Mercedes Benz roller rink. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, like that game, I have almost zero interest in watching. Like to me, I would rather watch Alabama, A and M and UAB than Clemson, <laughs> G- Georgia tech. It's on my list, but it's down pretty far. I thought there's, yeah. there's pretty good depth uh, this week, but I, I thought up top, you know, even like the, the, the big premier matchups left a little bit to be desired. Agreed, especially for what we've become accustomed to for week yeah. one. Yeah, we normally load it up a little bit. Well, my number two, since it's my pick, <laughs> guys. You know I hate dome football. You know I hate neutral site games. I think they kill the sport, and especially a neutral site game that is right there. 
that's not even neutral. You could have played it between the hedges. So it's not my pick. I'm going Utah at Florida mm. as to me, the second best game I want to see. I like it. Um, and and my real logic is this: It's on campus. It's at the swamp. Can Utah, which looked great last year with Cam Rising and Kyle Whittingham, who I think is one of the most underrated coaches in America, go on the road to one of the more toxic places in college football and get a win? And and to me, that's that's already compelling enough right there. Then you have the brand new fact of Billy Napier. Can he get? Imagine if you lose your first game as head coach. That's not a good start. Uh, with Kentucky on deck, you know you don't want to start off zero and two. We just talked about this with the win total thing. So I, I think this is the stakes are actually better for me in this game than the Oregon Georgia factor. Yeah, and not to mention the 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 non conference trash talk rights are massive here. And this is college football. It's on campus. Shit's gonna be going crazy. I could care less of one of these NFL corporate games. Yeah, I don't like that <laughs> shit. Uh, so give me Utah at Florida. Nick, what do you think of this matchup? I think it's a great game, man. You know, the Billy Napier era begins. Uh, we mentioned uh, the quarterback battle. I, I guess you would assume Anthony Richardson is going to get the uh, start there, but we just saw Utah lose a close one to Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Uh, after beating Oregon in the Pac-12 championship, uh, Utah was rolling last year, and they were a pretty young team, actually. With Cameron Rising, with the running back Tavion Thomas, uh, they're going to be loaded this year. So I can't wait to watch this game. Yeah, we kind of talked about what, it. Where, where'd you have the, it charted? I had it at four, mm. but it was a, such a tight but two to to five. You know, was so jumbled. I, I, I'm not going to argue with it. Um, but it's, I think it's a very, very interesting game. A, you don't get to see it very often. So it's almost like a bowl matchup, you know? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a great game. I'll be watching and I'll be pulling for Utah here. I think they have a, a definite chance to win this game. Uh, you know, even in Gainesville. Yeah. I mean, it, it could, it could either cripple the pac 12's chances at a, a playoff berth right out the gates. If Utah wins that conference, but has a loss to, well, if you have, especially if Oregon loses to Georgia. Yeah, if both of those lose. Yeah, they could both be done by yeah eight p.m. Saturday night on the opening weekend, which is uh, terrible for the sport. Or they could be <laughs> in great position to make the playoff at that point. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, that puts us at pick three. <laughs> NC Nick on the clock. Where are you going? By the way, that audio is a little bit calmer today. Uh-huh. So thank you. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, I'm not going to go Georgia versus Oregon. I'm going to go with the game we alluded to earlier. This is the backyard brawl. This is West Virginia at Pitt, only 75 miles apart. It is in an NFL stadium, but that's just Pitt's home field. So, you know, it's not really, it's, it's not a neutral site. It's not a dome. And I think this is a, a great game and it's on Thursday night. It doesn't have a whole lot to compete with. It's, and, it's and definitely they hate the best each game. Other. That is and the they hate best each part. other. That is the, the best. That's the best rivalry game we have the whole week. Yeah, the whole week. So I, I don't have a problem with you taking this. Like I said, they they throw these these corporate games where they do these neutral sites. I think they're terrible. Like Dude. I mean, yes, I watch them because they're two good football teams, but they're not what I I say. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch this matchup. No, I'd much rather watch the uh, Utah at Florida or West Virginia at Pitt. But Pitt does need to move back on campus because they, when they left in the, what the late nineties. Yeah, I, I think it's really affected their football. Very true. Program. But if you ask me, like, if you had one game you want to go to, this might be it. Oh hell yeah, yeah. This game, it, the, <laughs> I mean, the tailgating is going to be wild. The stands are going to be wild. Actually, uh, next year in Morgantown would be even better. There you go. There yeah. you go. But these guys, they're they played their first game in 1895. That's 
fucking tradition, man. <laughs> yeah. That's my game. That's my number two overall. I love uh, it. Yeah. And you know what? Back in 19, in 18, in 1895, West Virginia won eight to nothing. Now, I don't know if that was a two point conversion or a couple of field goals and a safety, but it was the defensive struggle that Colby loves. <laughs> exactly. And you got the, we talked about this, the USC quarterback battle. Yes. Fun the battle of the former USC QBs. And you know what, by the way, uh, your boy at, at, at WVU, he's on the hot seat overall in yes. three years, just 17 and 18, just 11. No, and 15 his seat is on fire. Him getting JT Daniels was huge. Yes. Yes. So it's a huge game for many reasons. And I'm very much looking forward to Thursday night, West Virginia at Pitt. I, I love the play. I'm looking at it right now on Google maps, uh, an hour and 15 minutes apart, 75 miles, yeah. 75 miles. Yeah. I Nothing. Mean, you gotta love that college football is better. Like this is one of the things that I, you know, shame on, on Texas. I always say, because the dollar bill ruined a lot of great rivalries. This is one of them that to me, the sport is better when we get this game every year. Yeah. Especially, I love it in November when it's cold. You know what? What was it? One of those years, uh, Pitt ruined uh, Lashawn McCoy, and Pitt ruined West Virginia's chance to go to the national championship. Final week of the season. Yeah, day after yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh, that was, that yeah. was amazing. Um, we need uh, ACC needs to get uh, West Virginia and put it. Yeah, put that as the rivalry game. I, yeah. I'm all on board. All right, Patty C, pick four. <laughs> I'm being painted in a corner as TMZ Pat here. <laughs> you leave me probably the two highest ranked team or the highest combined ranking of uh, teams coming into the weekend. Maybe Notre Dame, Ohio State, but Oregon, Georgia, presumably are both top ten teams. Um, I'm guessing Georgia somewhere in the top two or three. I know I think Alabama is probably coming in at one preseason, maybe. But either way, I mean, right off the bat, you have a game that has playoff. Why can't they just play this between the hedges? Right. I, I love you, you know, know why? that's a great because tradition they that have. would force Georgia to have to go to uh it's right. not a neutral site right. game. Yeah, Eugene and That's not a neutral site game. It's not a neutral site game. And Oregon's not forcing Georgia to uh meet at a true neutral site game. So or uh, or, or you know, have one game in Atlanta and have one game in Seattle. Yeah. I don't even like that, but yes, I mean I would take that or over Portland. Yes. Yeah, yes. That would be the equivalent. Yeah. Um I, I just think why you have awesome tradition down there in Athens, you have awesome. You have a great mascot. Yeah. Everything about that is awesome. Just like you do in Eugene. They don't play a home and away. <laughs> God, uh, how about uh, Dabo Swinney? And I think Nick Saban weren't, weren't they both like everyone recently? was bitching. Jimbo Fisher was bitching about all the transfers, no. which I find hilarious because it's like, you just gave $30 million to get the, the best recruiting class in the nation. <laughs> those guys are all paid. Well, guess what? Those other guys that are on your roster, some of them that aren't paid, uh, they're probably going to say, huh? They just gave a million dollars to this guy. So let me transfer the fuck out of here yeah. and, and potentially make some money or have a better opportunity elsewhere. Cause when you pay for players, guess what? Those players expect to be on the field. Wait, So Jimbo Fisher is out here complaining about yes. paying for players. No, 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 no. He was complaining about the transfer portal. Oh, the transfer portal. I was like, well, if you hadn't brought in a $30 million recruiting yeah. class, the best recruiting class ever, they say. It, it, no wonder you're going to lose yeah. people. Dabo and Dabo <laughs> and Saban are complaining about the paying the players because they've been paying for yeah, players for a fucking long time. Right? <laughs> I think Dabo has been the most vocal on both fronts about paying the players and the transfer portal. And, and I'm kind of concerned here. Is that going to be his downfall? You know, it's obviously is way too premature to say anything like Clemson is going to fade into obscurity. Like they were in the nineties or something. But if you don't get with the program, yeah. Which kids are going to go elsewhere. So I'm curious as to how that's going to affect him. Just him being so vocal. And if it, 
if he can still bring in, you know, top recruiting classes. Yeah. Are they not doing the NIL thing? I don't know what. Class. No, DJU's part of the NIL. He's pro. He's basically changed his opinion on the NIL or, you know, yeah. modified it, whatever you want to say. Um, but he is anti transfer portal, uh, which Dabo is. Yeah. I mean, he brought in Hunter Johnson this year from Northwestern, but he'd previously been at Clemson. Right. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Georgia, Oregon, yeah, it's a great matchup. I just wish, you know, I just wish this game would have happened on campus. That's that's my complaint. That's why it's rated where it is. Georgia, Oregon would be number one to me if it's in Athens or if it's in Eugene. Yeah, that, that, yeah, could I mean, especially in Eugene, that'd be amazing. But uh, wait, so they don't have Travis Die anymore. They lost him to USC in the yes, offseason. Yes. Who? What's the quarterback situation in Oregon? Uh, uh, well, they, they they have a backup that could potentially be a starter, but they also have Bo Nix coming in there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm, we've seen how he's done against Georgia in the past. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's ride with Oregon, or let's ride with Georgia on that one. All right. What are we at? Pick five here. I know Patty C wants me to take it to Fayetteville, but I'm not. I'm going to take it to West Lafayette because I actually think Penn State at Purdue. Have you guys seen Purdue's schedule? Let me take a peek at this. Purdue, if they win this game, which they return Aiden O'Connell, yes, they lose David Bell. But if Purdue is to win this football game, which I think can happen, I love the way their rest of the schedule lines up. They avoid the big boys in the big 10 East. Um, So I I think this is a, this is a pretty, pretty big game for them. It's Penn state. Not one of the big boys in the big 10 East. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. If they win this, which I think is the best time to catch them is week one and they Uh, get it at home. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, it, it, to me, it, it, this is a uh, it's a great opportunity for them they to get, really have a special year. What Maryland and Indiana are there other Big Ten East yeah, games? That's what I'm saying. So like you look at this, and you're like, if they get this, they got Indiana State, they got Syracuse, they got Florida Atlantic, they got Minnesota, they got Maryland, they got Nebraska. Okay, at Wisconsin, October 22nd. That's a, that's their first like really tough matchup. They're gonna lose that, but but that doesn't other mean ones, Wisconsin won't lose two conference look, games. L- listen to this road schedule. At Syracuse, at Minnesota, at Maryland, at Wisconsin, at Illinois, at Indiana. Now they play six road games, which is unheard of in other conferences. Yeah, <laughs> but um, there's a, if they get this win, watch out for them to have a really good year. Well, it's funny because we've talked about this before. Uh, if you're really good, then you want uh, your really good teams at home. If you are mediocre, you want your really uh, good teams. Well, you want your really bad teams at home so that those 50, 50 games, you get the win. Right? Yeah, yeah. So if, if these are true 50, 50 games at Syracuse, at Minnesota, at Maryland, uh, at Illinois, at Indiana, then those could be five losses if they don't have it. But if they're really good, those could be five wins on the road. Yeah. And the fact that it's a conference game, it's the only conference game that's been drafted so far it, that their stakes of the game are higher than other games. Um, so I got Penn State Purdue there. Nick, your thoughts? It's a great game. I had it down at seven, so not too far behind this, you. This is Thursday night too. Yeah, it's, it is the second best game Thursday night. Uh, you know, the the Penn State quarterback play's been a little shaky last couple of years. I, I think Sean Clifford is back. You know, but he's been part of that shakiness. And uh, Purdue finally had a breakthrough year last year under Jeff Brom, going nine and four. You mentioned Aiden O'Connell. Can I bring up some of his games last year? I mean, he threw for 500 plus versus Tennessee in the bowl game. Threw for 500 plus versus Michigan State. 
and and maybe the most impressive, less yardage, but at Iowa, he went 30 of 40 for 375 and two touchdowns. This game is a statement game for Purdue at home. They need to win this and prove, you know, that they're a real contender. And I think they actually are a contender this year. So I think Purdue wins at home. I, I do expect this to be a fun game. It's, it's, I mean, I, yeah, it's going to be a great game. I have the uh, Boilermakers winning. Having this in West Virginia pit on Thursday night is fantastic. Exactly. Fantastic. Amazing. Shades potentially of 2020 with uh, Penn State's trip to Indiana. Yeah. yeah. The only problem is that with both being, uh, is, is Indiana central or Eastern time? Mm, uh, but but both Eastern. might yeah. both are going to be overlapping is basically what I'm going to say, you know. Well, it's another huge game for Penn State because Penn State has Ohio State at home this year and Penn State draws from the west, you know, Purdue and Minnesota. Purdue, Minnesota and who's their who's the third team they get there? Um I'm missing it. Northwestern. So they actually get a nice draw. If Penn State gets this win, you're saying, "Hey, they, you know, regardless of what happens at Auburn or Jordan Hare, um the 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 rest of the conference, like if you beat Ohio state at home, you, your schedule is pretty nice. You get Michigan state in state college. You get Ohio state in state college. You get Michigan off of a bye. Yeah. I mean, it's a great setup. So it's a gigantic game. So uh, I think, I think I just, uh, you know, just made it the best pick of the draft. So <laughs> once again, congratulate <laughs> me. Uh, NC Nick. All right. Well, you know, I have a couple of local favorites coming my way, but there was one game ranked slightly higher, and that is the one all by itself on Sunday. I'm kind of surprised Patty C didn't pick it earlier. Wait, which one's this one on this, Sunday? This one pisses me off too. It's the same situation. No, this yeah, is the, it's the same it's situation. Still, it's still LSU versus Florida State. Yeah, it's in New Orleans, but it is by itself. No competition. It's Brian Kelly's debut. It's the Jaden Daniels era at quarterback for LSU. And it's, and it's what, you know, what's Florida state here? You know, they were, they were five and seven last year, three and six before that Uh, they need to show some progress here. I mean, talk about hot seats, you know, that's uh, scorching there in, uh, in Tallahassee. So I think it's an interesting game to see, to see mostly like to see what LSU is this year. I mean, Florida State hasn't had a. Well, I'm, I'm, when's they haven't had a winning season since 2017, and that even at that, they were seven and six. Part of this is just the name brand of the game. I'm not going to lie. I think the fact that it's on Sunday by itself and just the names makes it what it is. Well, don't discount LSU like they didn't win the national championship two or three years ago. Like, but I'm not just. Dis- I'm not uh, discounting. My, my problem LSU. is we're discounting is the Florida, Florida State. State. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, I, I'm saying like this, this could be 21, nothing by f- three minutes left in the first quarter. It could, but I thought Florida state was getting a little better, a little y- better. You're delusional, delusional. Tell well, if you remember the Florida state Notre Dame game to start last year, that was a good game. It's true. But LSU has got a lot more talent than, than Notre Dame does. I think um, new coach. And that was in Tallahassee. This is in new Orleans. This is basically a home game for LSU. I'm surprised yeah. you've never seen this as a sugar bowl, quite frankly. Um, which, you know, I've mentioned before, I like a good Florida state versus sec sugar bowl game. We used to see those back in the nineties, but uh, look, I'll be a little bit what, entertained. What by was this. the win by Florida state last year that really said, Oh, was it the 56 point win against UMass? 
Or was uh, it the uh, the my? It was probably the Miami beating game. Miami was somewhat impressive. Miami wasn't great last. They year. should have beaten, according to your own words, Clemson, who went ten and three last year. So um, still. Look, they're getting better. They're not the same shit squad that was what I five. think. Yeah, but but Syracuse I think they could be Boston five and seven. Yeah. Should have beat Clemson too. You know, Syracuse and Boston College. They should have yeah. beat Clemson too. So or okay. they, they, they had a chance. So I mean, listen, I'm it, not saying is, Florida State is the Florida State of your okay, but they are uh, a potential bowl team. You know, I don't know if that makes this game interesting, but I got this game further back. But hey, I mean, once again, I hate the dome games. I hate these 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 ones that should have. If this is in Baton Rouge, it's so much more entertaining. Let me tell you why Florida State has more pull than Oregon here, because we described this exact situation where uh, it would be okay with us, not not ideal, but okay as long as Georgia went out and played in like Portland or Seattle, Mm -hmm. right? Florida State is getting this game next year in Orlando. Yeah, they get a one and one at neutral sites. You know, in in, in yeah. state. Yeah, Oregon gets nothing of the sort. It's the same with the when Oregon played Auburn. Yeah, this yeah. is why you suck, Pac-12. Demand more or don't <laughs> play the game. You're just like <laughs> re- <laughs> blowing it for yourselves. I think they're in a tough situation because I don't think the teams in the southeast are willing to go to the Pacific Northwest. So Probably it's like, not. well, no, because their record's <laughs> terrible. They, Look, yeah, you go. they have a losing record over the past yeah. 20 years when they play go to the West eight Coast. conference yeah. games and uh, yeah, don't play any like tough road games in your non-conference slate. And guess what? You're going to have two 11 and one teams at the end of the year, every year. And then all of a sudden you get respect, like just do it for a couple years and see how it works instead of constantly putting yourself behind the eight ball. All right. Well, look, you're on the clock, Patty. <laughs> I think I know where you're going. You're I darn right. You know where I'm going. <laughs> Everyone is writing off the Cincinnati Bearcats. This team was in the mother effing playoffs last year. Okay. And they fared better than Michigan. Yeah. They fared better than <laughs> damn near every other team in that's played Alabama in the past. Um, okay. So let's give a little credit here and Brian Kelly, or uh, not Brian, Kelly, Luke Fickle, rather. Uh, <laughs> God, I'm all over the place today. Uh, Tommy Tupperville, Tommy Tupperville, <laughs> fucking Mark D'Antonio. Um, no, uh, he Luke Fickle's built a program where you gain experience and it's a culture thing. So I don't expect a huge drop off. And sure, going to Arkansas, they're getting better. I like what all the coaches are saying recently. Everyone's like Rob, Rob out Arkansas. You got to love pulled pork Pittman, as Chloe calls him. Yeah, but. Cincinnati's still the better team until proven otherwise. The Bearcats are going into SEC country. They're making a fucking statement, okay? And you guys are gonna have to deal with it. All you motherfuckers. I love it. I love the excitement. I hope you're right, but I mean, I, I like pulled pork Pittman too. I would like. I mean, this place will be lit because he's win-win a yeah, little bit. It's it's a, this is a great game. Love it on campus. So uh, hey, I think I had this rated higher than Florida State LSU as, as well. I mean, I'd, I'd rather watch Cincinnati Arkansas. Than Florida State, LSU, and New Orleans—they're probably better teams, you know, combined. I yeah. mean, Arkansas is better than Florida State. Well, Arkansas and, beat LSU last year. There you go. And Florida State couldn't beat uh, Louisiana Monroe last year. <laughs> um, uh, Nick, what do you make of Cincy, Arkansas? Well, I feel, first off, I feel like you guys are taking shots at my pick. Don't forget, <laughs> one of the main reasons why was because it was Sunday by itself. Okay, this has this True. game has competition now. With that said, I am a fan of this game. I think it's gonna be fun, you know. Uh, but looking at the game, like I, I can't remember Cincinnati football without Desmond Ritter. <laughs> like, who who the hell was the starting quarterback before he came? They on? had Ben Bryant, who's actually the starting quarterback this year, <laughs> potentially, right? Yeah, I know, I know yeah. Transfer back from yeah, Transfer back. 
They got another guy named Evan Prater who Prater, Ohio. I think they got both battling. Yeah. But um, on the road versus Arkansas and KJ Jefferson coming back, you know, Arkansas last year, don't forget, they beat Texas. They beat Texas A&M. They beat LSU. And there's they only beat they're Mississippi they're, State. They beat Penn State. And they're only one team. Wow. They're one of only eight teams, I believe, that retain their head coach, offensive coordinator, and defensive coordinator. And the whole country and, and yep. quarterback and quarterback, right? Oh, yeah, and quarterback. Yeah, I I think that stat was head coach, both coordinators, and a quarterback. Yeah, pretty so impressive. I have Arkansas winning this game. Sorry, Patty. Uh, you know, but look, last four years under Fickle, Cincinnati, forty-four and seven. Respect that. Mm. Boom. Mm. Damn. I didn't realize Arkansas only lost at Alabama by seven points last year. Damn near the end of the season when Alabama was playing good football. Get some of that barbecue sauce over at Sam Pold Porkman Barbecue or Sam Pol- Pulled Pork Pitman. I can't fucking talk. <laughs> Pulled Porkman. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up is, uh, you know, your boy Pick Dundee. I'm going to do it. I'm taking you to Conway, South Carolina. Uh, whoa, wow. I'm right. taking you two styles of option football. You got Wow. This is awesome. This should be a weekday game though. Or put this on Sunday so I, I don't have to watch that LSU game. All right? <laughs> I thought you would be going about 3 hours north of Conway. Yeah. Uh that's coming. That's coming. But I, I think this is the the option battle. You have the triple option essentially going up against Jamie Chadwell's new option. What are, what are they calling that option? Spread uh, no spread <laughs> option. Spread option, yeah. Spread option yeah, I'm rod. just hoping that the, the the mullet the mullet option let's let's yeah. got some it's gotta have some type of nickname to the it. Mullet option. Somebody, I like somebody it. needs to name it. Yeah. Because I haven't heard a name for it. Yeah. And and you got you got a bunch of those players that came back. They remember they were football junkies. They were at the bowl game. Half the team went to the fucking bowl game <laughs> that they weren't even in. That was in yeah, the that, Myrtle that, Beach. That, that, that crazy Mohawk awesome. linebacker, Teddy Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. Um Army Jeff Munkins turned them into a, a winner. I mean, look at look at their seasons each year. You're like, I can't Whoa. believe both those coaches are still at their schools. That is freaking unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, you would think maybe, maybe. I thought Chadwell would have been the first names off the board last year. And the only thing that's keeping Munkin from getting snagged is the fact that he's running the triple option. People are scared of it. What did I mean? What did Army do last year? Army, uh, what nine and four again last year? They beat Missouri in a bowl game. Come on, I mean, you gotta love this. They beat Liberty. Everyone wants to see Malik Willis in the. Uh, you know, this is a top ten quarterback. Apparently, they almost beat Wisconsin. Only lost by six in Madison. Sign me up for this one. This is a great game. Who, who you think wins this one? Smurf turf or what? I don't know, but whoever wins, it's off to a really nice start. I, mean, I want to look at the uh, teal turf. I'm sorry, I said Smurf, Smurf turf. Yeah, teal it's turf. April. <laughs> Nick, what do you make of this one? Uh, I mean, it is a fun game. I mean, look, I'm a Sun Belt guy. You know me. It, for me, it was in the teens. Uh, I, I am worried about Coastal here. You know, they're one of my adopted favorite teams since I spent a lot of time at the beach down there. But uh, we saw what like a heavy running team like App State did to Coastal last year, so I, I'm worried about you know the Chanticleers in the trenches in this game. I'm still going to take my boys, but uh, it is a fun game. It's an interesting matchup. I didn't think you would pick it at uh, what are we at like seven or eight or something. I mean that's uh, a eight, little eight. early, a little no. early, but it's a fun game. I'm not going to knock, you know, any pick. Uh, this should be on Friday pick. night or Sunday. 
I agree. Friday I agree. night or Sunday, uh, uh, even Thursday. But I, I, I like Thursday. You have two marquee games. Friday night, I feel like you only have one decent, like standalone yeah. game. Friday night is a little weak. Uh, it should be on that night because it's Saturday. I think it's easy for it to get lost in the sauce. Especially Sun Belt. Yeah, that's that's on brand for them. Friday night should be Sun Belt night. Um, Patty or no? So is now now Jason McCall <laughs> uh, returning. You yeah, said, right? McCall's back. Um, Army, they have 34 different quarterbacks play, and it's fantastic. <laughs> so uh, I think what is Christian Anderson back? So um, I, I love this matchup. I love option football. I can't wait to watch it. All right, next up. All right, well, uh, I'm up, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, where well, are you going? <laughs> we're about to get regional here. We're about to get another Sun Belt game. So I apologize for anybody that's not in the <laughs> Southeast that doesn't care about these games. <laughs> but this one is high on my list. Number six, North Carolina at App State. Oh, I love it. This is a great game. I, you know, congrats or, you know, props, I should say to uh, UNC for actually doing the home and away because in 2019 app state rolled into chapel Hill and won 34 to 31. Uh, and you know what? North Carolina was kind of afraid of this week one matchup. So they went ahead and scheduled a week zero game against FAMU just so they could you know get their new quarterback ah. some reps. They were scared. They were scared to go to the mountains and what so, uh, chase Bryce back at quarterback. They also brought in McBride, the Texas state kid. That's right. And for UNC, it's going to be either Jacoby Criswell or Drake may brother of Luke may the power forward for UNC basketball a couple of years ago. But uh, yeah, so it's gonna be life without Sam Howell. And uh, dude, you gotta go go in the mountains and face App. I mean, they they are salivating for the chance, for the opportunity, for a big name in-state program to come to them. So this game is gonna be a blast. I can't wait to see it. Obviously, it's gonna be challenging for the Sun Belt team, but I think they could knock off the ACC school. I think they could too. Uh, Boone's gonna be rocking for this one. Coolest, one of the coolest stadiums in college football. Uh, Mac Brown, would you call uh, obviously last year a bit of a disappointment? Does he rebound? Are we going to see that the, those re- excellent recruiting classes paying off now? And Mac Brown started his career at App State. Is that right? I yeah, I didn't even know that. Really? Yeah. Look at that. Pick Dundee dropping yeah. little little <laughs> nuggets for you. <laughs> uh, so that should be fun. I mean, I love this game. I'll put it. I, I actually had it right there. In terms of yeah. competitiveness, with uh, some some meaning behind it, yeah, this is probably up there. Yeah, I can't wait right for it. Right near the top. Uh all right. Well, uh before we get to Patty C's next pick, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Coors Light. It's a hectic time of year between weddings, graduations, spring sports, USFL, you know, and more. We're always busy. You know, it's just busier than ever right now. And sometimes Patty C, we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season Take a second to enjoy an ice cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer that is made to chill. Because you ever feel like you're always on Patty C with your with your winners? I am always you're giving on away here yeah. on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and the College Football Experience. NC Nick was always on. Uh, it won the whole dang thing this year, right? Yeah, he was on. Colby, you were killing it with your locks this year. We're always on. Always here. on. And look, uh, look, work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an exp- expectation to really just be on twenty four seven. That's what we feel like. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn it off, hit the reset button, and have a Coors Light. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's literally made to chill. I mean, 
I don't know. I like it to me. I mean, I did it yesterday. I got done recording, did a USFL uh, fantasy draft. I got done. I was like, man, I've been just, this is like the fifth podcast I'd done today. Let me just grab a course. Light. Slugging course. Yeah, lights. man. So yeah, get the, I reach for the beer that's made to chill Patty C. All right. <laughs> Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And uh, yeah, Uh, celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing, Golden, Colorado. All right, folks. Well, look, this is where we're still in part one here. We got a lot of draft picks left. So hop in and uh, make sure you check us out in part two. So uh, yeah, uh, let's ride on out of here, Patty C. As we uh, as we get to part two with the rest of our picks on the college football experience, we'll be live in a minute. If you're in the YouTube, wait uh, about five, in the next couple of minutes. We'll be back live. Lost next. Yep. This shit is stressful, man. Yeah.